Hello and thank you for joining us on the podcast, Spiritually Curious. I am your host, Khalik. And the discussion today is on the master-slave relationship between God and mankind. We will be discussing why God needs slaves, why is it why is it suggested that God needs slaves, as well as answering the question, how does this master-slave relationship affect our spirituality and personal identities? It is common to define the relationship between God and mankind in a master-slave context. God is the master and you and I as the slaves. But why would God create mankind to be slaves? Why would God even require slaves? What task would God ever need assistance with or lack the skills to successfully complete that call for the use of slaves? If there did exist such a task that was impossible for God to accomplish, it would actually be ridiculous to expect any human being to successfully execute such a task for God. Some say slavery to God is how humankind takes part in the work of God. But why is slavery to God the criteria for participation in the work of God? Is taking on the mind and identity of a slave the only way to understand what God is communicating, what instructions God shares, what direction God gives? If so, if the answer is yes, this would mean that we are absolutely useless to God if we are not slaves. But regardless, if you consider yourself to be a slave of God or not, God doesn't fail to influence, move, direct, guide, and inspire anyone, self-proclaimed slave or not. The benefit of personal and spiritual advancement through God is available to all, even those ascribing to different religions, those that are out of touch with God, even those that don't care to know God. These people are still able to be reached by God. They are not excluded from drawing from God's abundant provisions. Some say we will inevitably be mastered by something, whether that's money, sex, career, or success. So choosing slavery to God is the best possible option. But this would mean that we are slaves by nature and that it is our destiny to be under the control of some authoritative agent. This makes us lifeless, thoughtless puppets in search for a master of any type to give us reason and purpose. This would also mean that freedom for mankind is impossible. It's an illusion, a foolish idea. The only sense of freedom we will ever have as eternal slaves is the ability to choose what agent we allow ourselves to be enslaved by, either God or something else. It is a mistake to define slavery so broadly that we can be mastered by anything. So why not God? When slavery can be anything, we confuse those things that liberate us with those things that oppress us. Slavery can't be defined as anything. It is very distinctive in the same way freedom is very distinctive. You don't confuse the two. They each have a look, feel, and effect on the person that is unmistakably different. 
So we can't be enslaved by anything because all things are not oppressive. When I'm expressing who and what I am, being myself, I experience truth, love, the greatest good, freedom. There is no oppression there. When I'm restricted from expressing who and what I am, this is oppressive. And there is no freedom in such a situation as this. The differences are apparent. So how does this master-slave relationship affect our spirituality and our personal identities? Healthy, progressive relationships are those that are well-balanced with both parties benefiting from the distinctive qualities and characteristics of the other person. Each participant in the relationship brings what is unique and exclusive about themselves to be shared with the other. As one person freely gives who and what they are, they simultaneously receive who and what the other person is. When a relationship is healthy, it provides a space where people can fully be themselves, where the self is appreciated, respected, valued and desired by the other. The freedom of being yourself and being honored because of who and what you are in a relationship is both self-nurturing and spiritually healthy. This type of relationship is self-nurturing because in being yourself, you are fulfilling your purpose. We think purpose involves finding a position in society, some comfortable way to make money, a manner in which to be impressive. And once those things are found, we allow them to inform us of who and what we are. But that's wrong. Because discovering your purpose has nothing to do with a job. It has nothing to do with any action or activity outside of simply being yourself. Your purpose is to be who and what you are. Everything else, the job, the position in society, the opportunities, the money, the friends, the people, everything. They will all derive from the act of being yourself. Being you is foundational to the human experience. I would Go so far to say that it is the totality of the human experience. By being who and what you are, you develop more into who and what you are. If you stop being you, then you stop becoming you. You become something foreign, something strange, something fake, something broken. Any relationship, condition or experience that prohibits you from being who and what you are is evil because it attempts to suppress the creative genius of God that made you in the first place. A master slave relationship is not self-nurturing or spiritually healthy because it demands that you become something other than yourself. As a slave, you have to give up your unique identity who and what you are and take on the common identity of a slave. Your desires are exchanged for those the master gives all servants. Your identity is exchanged for the identity that the master requires all servants to have. Your personal uniqueness is exchanged for the uniqueness of what it means to belong to the master. Your unique mind, thoughts, goals, life, and aspirations are exchanged For the common mind, thoughts, goals, and life of all slaves. 
You have exchanged something unique, rare, and one of a kind for something that's common. It's like trading red diamonds for broken seashells. Who and what you are is suppressed by who and what you need to be as a slave. So your behavior, self-image, morals, and worldview is no longer unique, but it is common to what all slaves have. Because slavery discourages individuality and promotes a universal mindset. As a slave, there is no longer an authentic person where you stand, a real human being where you presently are, a free spirit experiencing life as who and what you are. It's no longer there. Because you are oppressed by this master slave way of relating to God. A slave is required to change from who you are to who all slaves are. Your true self, your individuality is rejected. There is nothing wrong with with change, but it must be change that encourages you to be true to who and what you are and leads to self-discovery, spiritual and personal development and a deeper connection with God as a result. But a master can allow you to be true to yourself. It's not beneficial for anyone to be free because when one is free, one is no longer a slave. And where there are no slaves, there is no master. When you believe God wants you to be a slave, you are believing God wants you to be other than yourself in order to be in a relationship with God. The master slave relationship is not based on an appreciation for those unique qualities that make you special. The relationship is based on how successful you are in suppressing your uniqueness and becoming the same person with the same desires, characteristics, qualities, perspectives, and vision as the rest of the slaves. There is no benefit to you in a relationship where you can't be yourself. And there is also no partnership in a relationship between slave and master. No friendship, no closeness, no love, no true connection, no hope of being anything greater because a master needs a slave in order to remain a master. So you will never be anything to God other than a slave. Does this sound like God? Possessive, controlling, demanding, oppressive, cold hearted. Master of slaves that denies you the opportunity to express yourself uniquely by requiring you to take on the common, singular, individuality and identity of one in a community of slaves. How is this God? The fact that each of us can ask ourselves, who am I and what am I becoming and all come up with different responses It's proof of the creative genius of God. It is proof that God intends for each of us to be ourselves, to embrace those beautifully unique qualities and characteristics, which enable us to be one of a kind. No two people are completely alike. No situation will be experienced in the same exact way for two different people. We all experience God in unique ways that cater to who we are. When we encounter God according to our own prerogatives, 
when we are led according to our own intuitions and informed by our own intellect and experiences, we have a relationship with God that is healthy and self-nurturing. As each of us was created to be unique, we were also created to have a unique, one-of-a-kind relationship with God. That is impossible in a master-slave context. Having a genuinely personal relationship with God as yourself allows you to discover God on a genuinely personal level. As a slave, you are obligated to adhere to specific ideas, traditions, and activities. But by relating to God as yourself, you are free from all of those limitations. In the natural, slavery is not a position in life that one works to attain. It is a position and a title that is forced upon a person. It is not a title that is highly sought after or pursued. It's unnatural, restrictive, and psychologically damaging. No matter how deeply philosophical or spiritual you try to make slavery to God sound, the bottom line is it's still oppressive and counterproductive to self-expression and building a unique, one-of-a-kind relationship with God. The master-slave relationship must be rejected and a different relationship dynamic must be explored between mankind and God. A relationship type that is self-nurturing, loving, and spiritually healthy where who and what you are is preferred, appreciated, and valued by God, not rejected. What does a genuine relationship with God look like for you? How will you begin today to seek a unique relationship with God? Instead of God as master and you as slave, how about God as a loving father, a powerful leader, a wise guide, or faithful advisor? It's your relationship. Don't allow someone to tell you it's only possible in one manner. God doesn't want to be your slave master. God wants to be your guide, your source of strength, your partner on your spiritual journey. I ask you to not see God as a slave master, but rather as a master guide for your spiritual journey. Not as a slave master that desires for you to live the rest of your existence stripped of your uniqueness, but as a wise loving guide, an encourager of self-expression that wants you to discover God, discover self, and discover enlightenment according to the unique human being that you were created to be. 